When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Matt Shea live extra from Old Trafford where Wolves have been beaten on the opening weekend of the new Premier League season by a goal to nil. Raphael Varane heading home in the second half but that is not the story of the game. Wolves were excellent throughout most of it. Their XG expected goals 2.23 over the course of the game compared to 1.46 for the home side. United just edged the possession overall, 51-49, but it was actually 60-40 in Wolves' favour in the second half. A second half that saw Wolves have 18 shots to United 7, 6 on target, 6 off target, and 6 of them blocked. They even had more corners in the second period as well. First half, Wolves were good. We saw Pablo Sarabia have a shot that was deflected just wide. We saw Mateus Cunha drag a shot across the face of goal. United really didn't offer a great deal. The second half saw Mateus Cunha driving through the middle. He had a shot that was well saved by Andre Anana. He had one where he should have scored five yards out and put it off the outside of the post. Wolves kept on pushing forwards. They kept on creating opportunities. Unfortunately, though, they weren't able to take them. And when Varane had put United in front, Wolves kept on pressing. United took off forward players and added on midfielders to try and see the game through. And then the big moment of controversy. A cross in from the right-hand side, in-swinging delivery from Pedro Neto. Craig Dawson and Sasha Kalajic there waiting for it. Out came Andre Anana, the Manchester United goalkeeper, who did not get to the ball and he clattered into two Wolves players. VAR took a look and decided there was not enough to overturn the on-field decision, which unfortunately went against Wolves. I'm Mikey Burrows, Andy Thompson alongside me, and I don't think the Hall of Famer has yet calmed down. <laughs> no, so no, I haven't. I'm still shaking my head. I'm just like I'm just looking at the the stats in front of me and just trying to think of what the VAR people looked at to not award a penalty. I just I just don't understand I don't understand what it is. But apart from that I thought Wolves played really well throughout the game. 
Um, they broke through Man United many times and caused massive problems for Man United. Uh, they struggled to actually uh, get anywhere near Cunha and Mateus. Um, but I just thought it was a, a great team effort. I just thought that we defended really well. Um, got caught a couple of times from a little bit of sloppy play. Um, and got caught with a goal, of course, with a couple of players out of position. But I think generally, I think Gary O'Neill will be pretty happy with the way that Wolves have played, apart from the result. Uh, Lindsay Hooper, a uh, big friend of ours, big Wolves fans, has left feeling disappointed to not get anything from that match. Cunha and Semedo were excellent. There's hope, can hold our heads high. I'm encouraged after the exodus of players and the manager departure with days to go. Well done, Gary O'Neill. Paul Berry, who's got a great book out with Johnny Phillips, uh, says knock the ball past the keeper on the floor, get brought down, it's a pen. Head it past him and get smashed and question mark. Uh, I mean, it comes to something when most of the national newspapers are highlighting that uh, that decision. Even Piers Morgan has tweeted, United's goalkeeper nearly decapitates two Wolves players and the referee's decision was to book their manager for protesting at the lack of a penalty. <laughs> Ridiculous. Uh, and well, he, we all thought he was going back to look at the screen, didn't we? <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, that's the, that's the bizarre thing in it. Um, Andy John says Wolves have been written off by everyone but I think they just showed the quality they have. What a performance. They can't beat the officials though. Uh, this one says Fabio 100% must start with Cunha. Great effort but a new season and the same old Premier League officiating onwards and upwards. David Roll, wonderful job by our Wolves. Everyone has us going down for the season. I think we might have surprised them today, but once again, VAR being improperly used in favour of the big six teams. And I just want to highlight uh, this tweet from Mirror Football. For those who aren't in the UK, the Mirror is one of the big uh, tabloid newspapers. They tweeted, Wolves did themselves proud at Old Trafford. Play like that for another 37 games and they won't just be fine. They'll be upwardly mobile. As for VAR, what's the point in even moaning anymore? Wolves truly have shocked an awful lot of people tonight. Yeah, they have because everybody wrote them off. I, I was watching... Um, I, I can't remember what programme it was, but there was uh, four or five pundits and the, we're having a look at the three teams that were going to go down. And out of the five, I think four of them said we were one of them, out of the five. Um, and it just shows you, look, and I know everybody was disappointed with the amount of people that left, but I'm going to keep saying we've got some quality at the club. We've got some quality players. And it's shown it tonight with the way that they played. And the lads who come on, I thought Silver looked sharp. I think Wang looked sharp. And it just shows you we've got quality uh, in depth as well as well. You're looking at the bench. Uh, and we've always said this time and time again about what, what shows a good squad. Um, and I know a lot of people have left. And I know some people were disappointed. And I was, I was one of them with some of the players that left. But... It just shows you the, the quality that we've got. And again, it was it was a great performance from them tonight. It was just a bit of a shame they didn't get anything out of the results at all. Listen, nobody watches Wolves more than you and I. And national pundits can have their views and they're entitled to them. But the reality is a lot of the players that left weren't playing. And those of us who watch Wolves week in, week out, we all said when Ruben Nevers wasn't in the team, we were... We were better in well, those games. Well, well I said so, to you, I, said to you uh, I, I think it was before the show, 
or was it in the week that when Neves was suspended for those three games, the three boys who played and started tonight, Gomez, Mateus, um, and Lamina, made a difference. They played really well, and we've seen it again tonight. We've seen it again. I'll tell you what, the three of them got through some work and also as well offered something going forward as well as breaking up the Man United. I, I don't think Man United could deal with them. I, I honestly think they struggled and didn't have the legs to be able to stay with the Wolves players because it was breaking through time and time again. On the goal, um, we're just seeing it now on our screens, the Wolves fullbacks were excellent for the majority of this game. But uh, a couple of times... Aitnori just got caught with a player the wrong side of him. Now, I'll give him some credit on here because it's Lamina who tracks and then gets drawn towards the ball that goes backwards. And Aitnori, I think, is just a little bit slow in trying to get in. And then Semedo has a problem, Tomo, because Varane is still forwards and Rashford's there and he has to try and make a choice, but both players are in front of him. And from that moment on, as we watch it on our screens now, when the ball is chipped through to Wambasaka, who's going to lift it in, Wolves are in big trouble. Yeah, well, we're just looking at the replay. aitnuri has gone out to the wide man. I think it was Anthony initially. But as soon as that ball's played back, he's got to be coming back inside. Now, Lamina switched off and got caught ball watching because he's, he, he was marking Wambasaka, but then he's released himself to go and follow the ball. Um, and you can see on the replay again, Aitnuri's got caught outside of Wampasaka. And, and he, he's got the easiest of thing, just put it into an area, and there's three Man United players in there to attack it. Uh, and, that's, uh, and that just shows you the Premier League. Now, Wolves have all the play, and they've had some great chances, but you can't afford to switch off. It, it doesn't matter when they're... Because split seconds, as it was, all of a sudden Wolves get caught with two players out of position, and all of a sudden they're in trouble. And conceded the goal apart from that they defended really well tonight I thought, I thought they defended well as a team all over the all over the pitch I thought they pressed well they closed uh, Man United team down I think they hunted in, in packs and made it difficult for Man United they were confident on playing with the ball but I just think that they made it so difficult for Man United and again I know the pundits on the, the TV in front of us are going through things but Wolves just broke through the lines so easy at times uh, that it was a uh, it was it was a joy to watch them. Big Don Goodman just saying hello as he goes past. He'd have finished off a couple of those chances tonight. Um, there were some really really good ones in there. It has to be said. Uh, Mateus Cunha. Let's talk about his performance because the, look, I, I get why people don't see him as an out and out number nine. However, you could see tonight what it was that made Wolves invest the money they have in him. Because his ability to track back, to get the ball, and the confidence to drop a shoulder and run past people. United took off a World Cup winner at half-time in Lissandro Martinez because he could not deal with Mateus, couldn't you? I don't think that he was on his own. How many times did he keep breaking through that central position? Him and Mateus. And they say, Sarabia... I think the, the, th the three lads there going forward caused Man United all sorts of problems. Again, they're showing some replays on the thing here and it, you can see it's so blatant. We were able to play our way out from that back quite easy because of the confidence, but also as well because of the positions that the players were getting into. But once Cunha set off, he was gone. They couldn't catch him. We've just seen him break through two Man United midfielders and they got nowhere near him. And he's at the back line of Man United. And he did that all night. He did that all night. Matthias was exactly the same. 
I thought Neto come into the game a lot more in the second half. I thought that he, he did better down this right-hand side second half. Um, Is he better on the right than the left, do you think? I think at times you think, yeah, but there was opportunities for him to take it down on his right-hand side, one in the first half, and he, and he, and he come inside and it led the Man United player to get at him. If he's playing on that right-hand side, if he has got an opportunity to run down there, he's got to try and keep it on his right. I know he's he's not favouring his right foot, but it just brings players into view and, and into opportunities. Uh, again, we've just seen a chance and an opportunity for him to score here, and and, and that's what he does. He, he he's just got to use his right foot. He's either got to, he's either got to practice with it if he's going to play at this side, or he say he's going to have to do something else. But he just gives defenders opportunities. As soon as he comes in on that left foot. He's just allowing them to get back at him. Uh, and he's done it a couple of times, but I just thought that he played pretty well in that second half. Um, Mateus Nunes, uh, let's talk about him. Um, it's uh, just the... Si when, you, when you saw him kind of start on the left, and people have this view about him, and, you know, look, he was used in that role last season out on the right-hand side. And you kind of hope, you know, can you get him involved in the game enough? Because when he is involved in the game, when he is dropping a shoulder and drifting past people, it's a it's a really rare talent, isn't it? I mean, look, you've played in the game. You know, I, I, I haven't seen too many players like him. It reminds me of when I was a young man watching Gaza. Yeah. That ability to... to yeah. Because it's, it's not a change of pace, is it? It's just like a glide. Yeah. Well, it's because it's, it's got that acceleration. You, you just watch it, though. He looks so smooth when they do it. We've got, we got two players who do it really well, Matthias and Cunha. Uh, and you watch them go past. And the thing is, though, you think, oh, you, you're not going to get through there. But you're watching them tonight and they're leaving players. And it just shows you the pace that the two of them have got. They've got but what they have got, they've got great feet and they're strong at running with it. You look at Matthias and Matthias once holds up people off quite well and moves the ball and then he's gone. Same as Cunyard does. So, look, he, he gets the ball, he just moves it that half a yard, and then he's gone down that side. And he do, the two of them do it really well. If we can keep them too fit and keep them going the way they are, they're going to cause teams problems. Because there's nothing worse than somebody running through that central position and opening things up. Because once they're at the back line, they've got a massive decision to make the defenders, whether they're going to come out to him or just stay where they are. But by doing that... It's going to help out, open up other avenues for other players. Uh, Wolves' tally of 23 shots tonight was the second most in the Premier League away game at Old Trafford in recorded history since 03-04. Only Chelsea in November of 2005, that was a Jose Mourinho team when they were flying, have attempted more in a Premier League game away against Man United. Chelsea also lost 1-0 that day. Uh, Mark Pugac, a uh, well-known TV presenter in this country, says VAR was introduced to eradicate the howler. Uh, that was a howler, according to him and according to many people who will have been watching the game tonight. Um, even Gary Neville on TV has said, I find Wolves a tough watch, but that's the best I've ever seen Wolves play. Uh, let us know your thoughts at Mikey Burrows on Twitter too. Have your say. Um, lots of you get in touch about the refereeing. Probably quite a few messages. I can't read about that. Um, but that's the situation we find ourselves in. And, and in a way, Tomo, it's a real shame that so many will talk about the refereeing because it, it will take away, unfortunately, from what was an excellent Wolves performance. The question I have is, 
are they going to be able to maintain that throughout the season for 38 games with that kind of level of intensity? Because we saw under Bruno Lage, remember, those first three games. We really enjoyed the way they played, but they lost those games 1-0 and they had to change. Yeah. yeah. Well, look, so this is where the manager comes into it, where he's got to use his, his squad and rotate a little bit as well when he, when he see players that he, he think are struggling. But you're looking at the bench and he has got opportunities. He's got people on there that he can rotate and do that as well by keeping them fresh. And also as well, you want players to be hungry to be playing. If you can keep your players hungry and wanting to play the way that they play tonight, because they, they absolutely hunted in packs tonight. They made it difficult. As soon as Man United players got the ball, they were on them. Not just one, not just two, three players at times where they made it difficult. Nick the ball and then was back at Man United. So, look, it's, it's, this is where <laughs> the managers get paid a lot of money so they make these decisions about what they're going to do and rotate, making sure they're trying to keep players fresh as, as long as possible. But again, Sally, it's it's giving them something to think about and something that they they need to do. And it, again, it's giving them that desire to hopefully keep going. Uh, Liam says, fair play, lads. Great performance. Goals will come. Fantastic display. Uh, uh, there's quite a few who are very angry. Uh, the referee has to be said. Uh, this one says a valiant effort, cannot fault it. Denied a stonewall penalty and created so many chances. Cracking performance on to the next. Take that into the next game and will be just fine. Uh, ben says, head up, lads. Played well. We've just got to find that finishing touch. Um, uh, let's have another couple of messages. Uh, there's quite a few, actually, neutrals who are commenting and saying just how well that would be, that would be my played. that would be my only concern is that if we're creating the chances that we did we're not scoring again and and as you mentioned there three games where we played really well and not scored we we can't keep doing it and and also as well you can't miss easy chances and if 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 you're if you're getting in front of goal or you get an opportunity in front of goal you've either got to make the keeper work hit the target or you've got to score and I say, look, but if you keep it in the target, eventually you're going to get your score or you're going to score, especially with the amount of efforts that we had. <laughs> this is the difficult thing. There will be a lot of fans who will call for Fabio Silva to start. He had two good chances in this game, good, two good saves from the goalkeeper. Not a lot he could do differently. They're instinctive efforts. But I thought Pablo Sarabia played well. And, and the way that they set up in this game worked. Now, it's not to say it'll definitely work against Brighton, but, but, it's, but not, it's not it's not clear. Blayton, is it to say, let's just put Fabio in? No, no, at the end of the day, the manager's got to pick the players that he think are going to suit the game. Because Brighton are, are a very good side. I feel like now, I know Man United is a good side, especially at home. But Brighton, after what they've done in the last couple of years uh, and the way that they've played and gone about things, I just think that Brighton's going to be... Different. We went we went away last year, didn't we? And we got absolutely annihilated last year. Um and that'll hurt some of the players, I hope. Um, but also, as well, if that's the way that they're going to play, the way they did tonight, it's going to it's going to cause a problem for Brighton. But again, you've got to be clinical, got to take care, and don't be sloppy with a lot of the balls. They got away with a few of the balls tonight because I think Man United were just on their heels a little bit. But they've got to they've got to just raise it a little bit against Brighton because I think Brighton's again a very good side. Okay, um, they're desperate for us to get out of Old Trafford now. I think they're trying to cover up our screens well, and get us out of it. Well, there's only our screen that's left. Yeah. So <laughs> um, let me just quickly ask you, uh, man of the match. 
Kuna. Kuna. Okay. That's Tomo's thoughts. Um, thank you, everyone, for your messages as ever. Good to have you with us. Not to be for Wolves tonight, but plenty of positives to take from this performance. And hopefully there is more to come. Sports Social Podcast Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.